He was born in the Lindo Wing of St Mary's Hospital in West London on the 21st of June, 1982. In August, he was christened William Arthur Philip Louis, although he became known affectionately as Wombat to those close to him. And that, you might have thought, would have been that, if it were not for the fact that he was also known formally as His Royal Highness Prince William of Wales, and that, being the first-born son of the Prince of Wales, he had become, by the simple fact of his birth, second in line to the throne of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. In other words, a king-in-waiting. The way he was raised owed much to an old black-and-white Pathé newsreel showing his grandmother and grandfather, the Queen and Prince Philip, returning to Britain in May 1954 after their long post-coronation tour of the Commonwealth. On greeting her oldest son, then aged five, after an absence of six months, the new Queen shook his hand rather than hugging him. That image was to have a lasting effect on William's mother, Diana, Princess of Wales. As she began to find her way inside the royal family, she resolved that her own children would never suffer such emotional remoteness. It set William's and later Harry's upbringing on a trajectory that fused, sometimes uncomfortably, the traditional royal stiff upper lip with behaviour that was informal, relaxed and approachable. Diana's hands-on mothering, given her position and workload, was in sharp relief to the way her husband, Prince Charles, had been raised by a succession of nannies. He's not hidden upstairs with the governess, was her approach to William's upbringing. This yawning generational gulf was exposed early on, when William's nanny was absent during a stay at Balmoral, the Queen's Highland retreat in Aberdeenshire. Diana took over the mothering herself, causing the Queen to exclaim, I don't understand why Diana has to do this. There are millions of housemaids around. The first sign of this change had come by accident. In April 1983, some ten months after William's birth, the Prince and Princess were due to undertake a lengthy tour of Australia. As a royal novice, Diana was reconciled to leaving her son behind in England. However, an intervention by the Australian Prime Minister, Malcolm Fraser, inviting them to bring the baby along, transformed Diana's mood, affording her great fulfilment, but also signalling a break with the past when royal children had invariably...